Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Deutsche Grammophon International Podcast Series. I'm Sarah Willis, and as I believe I have mentioned before, I just love podcasting with the Yellow Label's star-studded cast of musicians. Usually, I'm in the comfort of our podcast studio in Berlin, but today I am very far away from home, literally on the other side of the planet for this podcast, for a very good reason. My guest today is one of the world's most loved and most charismatic musicians. I've played many concerts with him, and I also adore his work for young people. Right now, I'm in Los Angeles as part of the teaching faculty for his summer project called Encuentros, which brings young musicians from all over Latin America together for two weeks. And, perfect timing, his latest album for Deutsche Grammophon is being released at the very same time. This recording of the popular Dvorak symphonies numbers 7, 8 and 9 are beautifully played by the LA Philharmonic and conducted by my guest today. So who else could he be but the wonderful Gustavo Dudamel. Gustavo, welcome. Bienvenido. Thank you, my dearest Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) And we are not in our podcast studio in Berlin. We are sitting, if I may describe it, in your wonderfully chaotic dressing room in the Walt Disney Concert Hall in Los Angeles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we are we are being incredibly technically perfect in recording this with our cell phones. My God, this is this is a new world, you know. This is new the new world. It's scene the future. For me. It's so, like, dear listeners, forgive us for any scratches, sounds, whatever. We are doing the best we can. This was a very spontaneous interview for the podcast because you have a new album being released on the 29th of July. Mm-hmm. Dvorak Symphony. I was about to say Beethoven because we played Beethoven last night. So. <laughs> Karl Orff. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, what this tomorrow. What yes, <laughs> this week has been a crazy week. We'll explain that to you in a minute, dear listeners. But you have the album with Dvorak 7, 8 and 9 exactly. being released. Yeah. And this is something incredible. You know why? Not only because they are fantastic pieces played by the LA Philharmonic, conducted by you, but I was playing on it. It's true, it's true. <laughs> and you yes. know what? I forgot. Yeah. I, I, I literally, because you know what it's like. It's yeah, it, it, we play so much music yes. and I knew I'd been here. And this morning I said to Andrew, oh, I listened to the symphonies this morning. They were so beautiful. He said, yeah, yeah you were on it. Exactly. When, when we did the Ives too. That's right. You, yes, Together with the here. Ives. It was February 2020. Exactly. And I remember flying on the way home. I was reading a newspaper reading about this virus that had come from China. <laughs> that one. And yeah. a few weeks later, the world had closed down. So oh, that, that was literally my last experience with you yeah, all absolutely. here. Absolutely. Well, thanks God, we were surrounded just before by the beauty of the Dvorak uh, music. Because it's, for us musicians, it's one of the most beautiful journeys to have the chance to play the Dvorak symphonies. Dvorak symphonies are something so special for our audience, but also for us musicians. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, though, if I had to put them in order of how I enjoy them musically, Mm -hmm. I would put seven at the top Mm -hmm. and then eight and then nine. Nine is, of course, this most spectacular and everybody knows that one the best. But seven, seven is amazing. But it's because also I have to say the seventh for me is one of the most special pieces. And again, for me, I feel is the most difficult of the three of them to conduct. I think the fact also because we play mostly the ninth, the new world, we play the eighth a lot, but then when we go down, you know, we play less. The fifth is played, you know, often, kind of often, but the beauty, the dramatic beauty of the seventh, you know, to get to 
to to that glorious ending, you know, that it is it, a journey of 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 power, of dance, of beauty, the melodies, the way how he wrote. I remember I went to a competition many years ago. I was like 18 years old and it was the Lorin Marcel competition in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. And I remember they sent to you the music that you had to conduct and I had to do the first movement of the seventh symphony. It was when I met the piece as a conductor. And honestly, at the beginning, I didn't know how to conduct it because, you know, that beginning, then you have this kind of emolas happening there. And, and I was like, I conduct in three, I conduct in two, when to conduct in three, how to help, but it doesn't have to be in three because it's, if not the feeling of the six of the two, it doesn't work. So that is why for me, it's one of the most difficult to conduct. It's complex. It's complex. really complex. Complex, exactly. And, and the eighth, I found that is probably an easier one. I don't know why, but all I played it in every youth orchestra I've ever played in. <laughs> and with all young conductors I've ever played with, they always want to do the eighth. Is that because it's easier? I, 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 again, I will not say that it's easier, but I think the path of the symphony, technically, musically, is more you digest easily, you know, than the seven. The seven you... You have to put together things. You have to balance. The the eighth is really well written in orchestration and everything. So you don't have to do a lot. Of course, you have to work in the phrasing and all of that. It depends of how you want to do the things. But at the end, yes. And again, I have another history with this symphony. I, I, it's something happened with Vortec. And 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 now that now that I'm talking to you, I'm it taking comes to you my back memory. to but, but, before but really, COVID times. It really. was my very first professional concert. I was 16 years old, and I was invited to conduct the Lara Symphonic Orchestra. It was the orchestra where my teachers were playing, and the program was very funny. It was Hungarian Rhapsody Number no. Two list. We did Greek, the Pergin Suite, and. We did Vorjak 8, and it was my first full-length symphony with a professional orchestra. So I'm talking about 1997. So I was a young man, and I remember I got in love with this recording of the Berlin Philharmonic with Claudio. I think it's live. And, and I saw a video one day of that, and I bought that, that, that CD back there I, when I was in tour in, 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 in Europe, and I got so so in love with that with that piece that then here we are I, I, I'm conducting so but yes it's not easy I will say it's so beautiful that it's so easy to digest it's a stunning symphony yeah. and I find on this album it really shows the LA Phil at their best at yeah. their grandest with these noble brass play with this incredibly yeah. incredibly accurate and precise string playing here and just the sound of the orchestra it's Walt Disney Concert Hall I mean yeah. it was recorded beautifully I yeah. must say yeah, really yeah, yeah. beautifully no we are blessed you know here to have a beautiful hall to have an amazing orchestra you know this is a 17 years relation with this orchestra that I have you said that the other day in the rehearsal and you said yeah. you've been chief conductor here for 14 years, for 14 years and you started exactly. that's a long time that ago and long, the worst thing is I yeah. remember yes. <laughs> so I we are all part of this journey. Oh, my you goodness. Know, you know, directly and indirect, in, in you know, we are like connected. I think when you get to a point when you, you know, with your family, 
because I feel that like Philharmonic is my family because it's, you know, it's 17 years coming since my debut here and 14 years as a music director, you create something, you create a connection. And one of the things that I have with the orchestra that is very beautiful, normally relations, when the time passes, sometimes gets worse, you know, or gets strange. The relation with the orchestra is like, it gets better, you know, the communication, the understanding, the, even the respect, because we respect each other since the very beginning, but the respect of each other's, you know, to be free to give our best is one of the things that I love of being here and, and, and have this wonderful family. And I think you feel that in this recording, yes, in the eighth and, and all of that. And the ninth, the ninth is a, is a symphony which the LA audience go crazy for. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they really do. It's like, oh, we know that one. We <laughs> love that one. And, and that's, it's, it's a popular piece all over the world. Yeah. It's, but for us musicians, sometimes it's the one we play the most. So mm-hmm. we do look forward to the seventh and the, and, like, and the eighth exactly, as well. Exactly. <laughs> but the LA audience went crazy for the ninth. I remember. And then the LA Times wrote reviews of this, mm-hmm. like only would happen in LA. I, I just can't imagine any German <laughs> critic writing this. Listen, the LA Phil and Gustavo Dudamel smoked it. Do you want a soundtrack for a moon launch? And then they wrote, this would lift a rocket out of the Earth's atmosphere. So this, this is what they wrote here in L.A. Ooh. Yeah, but th- that's the audience here, isn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And how, no, you know, this symphony, yes, is famous. But again, it's this kind of music that, you know, it's one thing and then you get that, that little feeling here like, wow. It's so beautiful, you know, when, when you start the, the second movement and you listen to that English horn, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it takes you to a place that you don't get tired of, you know. And this is the thing, it can be routinary. The thing is that it's difficult. The thing is that the symphony itself is difficult technically. You know, it has moments. I, I will say it's so often play that sometimes it gets so boring and we get a little bit tired of, of, you know, of routine. And this is one of the things for me when I do this symphony, it's a challenge. For me, it's a challenge because to clean that routine is important for me. Even if, if, if you know, uh, I have to conduct this symphony, I don't ask for one rehearsal or for two rehearsals. I ask for the proper time of rehearsal for us to, 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 to have a good journey of really I don't know how to say, re-liking the piece, you know, re-loving the piece. And and yes, it's a piece that, again, it goes with me. Then I go back, Sarah, because when I was in the youth orchestra, I was the first violin, the concert master of the, of the youth orchestra in my town. And the first piece that we play was the first and the last movement of Forjak 9. This is 1993, you know, 12 years old, we play that. So it's all music that brings me to my deeply love of my childhood, you know. And 
That's something we never forget, those pieces we played in youth orchestra. We mm. never, ever forget them. I, I cannot imagine. I think I destroyed the LP recording of that I have at that time because we didn't have a CD in, at home at that time. Repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating all the time listening to that. I had the chance also. My father was playing in that orchestra, in the youth orchestra with us because... I, I, I was, my father is very young and, and, and he was part of the teachers and he was playing. So it means a lot. It's a, it's a beautiful connection. And, and, my, and, and Maria's love, love Borjak. So too, so it's a good reason to, to play because to I conquer it. more, my <laughs> girl. <laughs> That's a very good, because back in 2020, it was also quite new. You remember, yeah. So that was the, you were Completely. playing these symphonies and she was proudly in the audience, I remember. Completely, absolutely. Well, uh, to, don't go so far. I think when, when we started, when we start, just a few years later, we started today, like two years later, I was in Berlin and we played. That we did with City Noir by John Adams. That's and right. then we played the New World Symphony. And it was beautiful. And this was one of, I think it's that was the moment when Maria, and it was when Maria got like in love with her. You with, see, with it worked. The that. power of music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, I, what I didn't explain was, was why I'm sitting here with you in this room, playing with the Los Angeles Philharmonic this week, which is always a huge pleasure. And I really yeah, must say, us. I do really notice and respect what is happening between you and the orchestra. I've seen it grow over the mm. last years and, and it's really like a family and they adore you and they laugh at your jokes and, uh, <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's great. It's a wonderful atmosphere. But we have a very special project going on this week and Dvorak 9 has a part of it. And I must say, playing Dvorak 9 this week with your students from all over the world mm-hmm. have come together in a project called Encuentros, mm-hmm. which means a meeting, meeting up. Exactly. From people, from young players, from your Sistema, from all over the world. And they're all meeting here in Los Angeles this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky enough to be able to well, teach Well, I mean, you know, imagine Sarah is one of the <laughs> teachers. So can you imagine how is this for these young people, my God? They are like, woo. But you know, <laughs> they're teaching me a lot too. Mm-hmm. And listening to them play the New World Symphony by Dvorak. I'm reminded why I wanted to become a musician. Mm. Because as we just said, we play it a lot of the times. We have to fall in love with it again when we play it. This is what you try and do with your musicians. Mm. But hearing these young people come together in this experience here and be conducted by you Mm. and seeing their passion and the beauty of them discovering all these things such a touching thing. And I must say, if I may, also for this podcast, what a beautiful project this is, this Encuentros project. And and to have your album with Dvorak 9, with the LA Phil coming out this week, but also being able to play it and experience it with these young children, it's so special. Yeah, I, I think that is the gift. Sometimes we think we will teach, but the good maestro learn by um, his students and, and and this is the beautiful thing i i i don't have i don't have words to thank you to thank you to to really be here and you are always there you know you came to chile to one of the first ones that was different because it was a mixed orchestra in these cases you know all young people coming from 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 a lot of uh, places and for us you know i think that is the important thing, you know, to give to them the opportunity to discover in the best level what we discover in our own lives before, you know. This is beautiful what you said because 
the gift of this is that it gets, it brings back to you to that moment of why you love what you do. And we are trying to clean them of this kind of perfection, technically perfect, all of that. No, it's about the power of beauty and how we, our souls and our intellect digest that. And that, that is important for young players, especially for these young people that they don't come from big conservatories. They don't come from the best schools of music. But for me, yes, because they they come from this, you know, Sistema-inspired programs in different places uh, and that maybe sometimes they will not have the opportunity to, to, to go and to learn because, of course, they don't have the resources or all of that. But then we open that. And that is coming, of course, from, from, from the inspiration of Maestro Abreu and, and opening spaces to give, to give opportunity to more and more young people to be part of this beautiful world of music. Imagine, I, I, I remember the first rehearsal. Imagine these kids arriving here, you know, from, I don't know, from Bolivia, from Paraguay, from El Salvador, from Scotland, and they meet at Disney Hall, you know, and they have this beautiful place for them to rehearse. They have you, they have a wonderful group of teachers teaching them. So, It's a it's paradise. A it's something it's that this dream. system has created. Yeah. And I will be eternally grateful yeah. for El Sistema. It's absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. I'm seeing in their eyes what it means to them. Completely. And you said something the other day in rehearsal where people were getting a little bit fidgety. You said, don't ever forget when we're in here together, mm. we are magicians. When we're out on the street, we're like everybody else. Normal, But so in yeah. here creating the music. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old and jaded professional. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've heard all the conductors. <laughs> just talk. I had tears in my eyes at that oh, moment. I really you. did. Oh, and and this is such a special project. And I'm just so glad we can share that with our with our podcast listeners. Absolutely. It's because it's Thank also you. celebrating this this wonderful album and the music. And I just thought today talking to you, it just fits it all, no, all together. Completely. And and look for our foundation, you know, uh, with Maria and, and that we have and we open these spaces. It's a little thing. It's a little thing that how we can help. We have the generous, you know, support of the Los Angeles Philharmonic and all of these people that are helping us. Incredible But people like Tom in, Beckman. Uh, well, imagine <laughs> Judith and Tom, yeah. you know, my God, they are the most generous people. Well, I can, they are the most generous, yes, with all of them. But, you know, to Yola, how they believe in education and music education is incredible. Yola is the youth orchestra of Los Angeles. Of Los Angeles, exactly. And I will say that, but mostly... You and the teachers that are here, you cannot imagine when you arrive and all the home players saw you and it was like a dream come true. My a God, it selfies. can be the best. Exactly. <laughs> feels like we are Mickey Mouse yeah, or something Tom like that. Or Tom Cruise. Exactly. Or... <laughs> but, um, but yes, I, 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 I thank you for, for, for being here. And, and, It's very and, special. And, But to be playing the, uh, the Dvorak Nine in this week is, is also very, very special. Yes, exactly. Special timing. So thank you for your time today. And uh, sorry, dear listeners, that it's a shorter podcast than normal, but Gustav is a very busy man. And on the screen here in his dressing room, you can see the young musicians of the Yola, the Youth Orchestra of Los Angeles, already. So you probably won't have time to have lunch. But thank uh, you for being here. 
here. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for, for, for talking to me. It's always such a pleasure, Sarah. Always. You know that we are good friends and I love always this connection that we have. It's really. a pleasure. Thank you so much. And dear listeners, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast series from Gustavo. Muchas gracias. Gracias. Te quiero. Gracias. Thank Igual, you. te quiero. Besos a todos. <laughs> A little P.S. Gustavo and I laugh a lot when we're together, and this podcast was no exception. Some of the bloopers were just too good to hit the cutting room floor forever, so I thought I would share them with you here. So enjoy, laugh, I hope, and see you next time on the Deutsche Grammophon International Podcast Series. Vorjak symphonies are something so so special. So, start that one again, guys. Make sure you are running. Aren't you? I'm, I'm running, running here. You're running, you're running. Yes. Just checking. <laughs> I will say. Ah, you see, I promise. I promised the yes. listeners that they would get a bit exactly. of Walt Disney. Exactly. I, I stop it for a few <laughs> seconds, but it's okay. Now it's silence. Accurate and precise string playing. Yeah. It, it, it's a pleasure to listen. listen blah, blah, blah. It's a pleasure. Blah, blah, blah. I play. My poor She's guy. She's talking a lot of Spanish. Oh my God. Yeah. I said it. No, it's all this. It's all this five eights in the Gonzalo Grau piece that we're trying to. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. A <laughs> little bit of Spanish. You're the best. Yeah. yeah.